What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. Welcome to another episode of the BSR Show. We are the Black Series Rebels. With me, as always, is my boy, Stephen Ellis. Alex, I'm baking like a toaster cheeser out here. It's so hot, man. It's so hot. It's not quite hot yet, but man, I, it's around the and corner. The, and the and new kid it. in town. He's not even the new kid. He's the old grizzled veteran with a brand new box of PF flyers ready to save our Babe Ruth autograph ball. It's Benny the Jet Cisco kid. Baby Ruth? Do you mean that wimpy deer? Oh, no. They say uh, <laughs> Bambi, that wimpy deer. <laughs> that wimpy deer. <laughs> and at the catcher's mound, the catcher, the at home plate. The great Slush Bino! Slush Gold is back with us! Yeah! How you doing, buddy? Woo! I'm stoked. Dude, this is... Uh, to be honest, I feel like you, this is going to be a mountain of an episode. I'm very excited. So this month yeah. is all about... Well, this the, next, the entire summer is all about summer fun, hot tan, summer in the city. We're doing all kinds of fun summer stuff. Summer blockbusters... Summer, summer activities, summer snacks, summer treats. And you know, we had to call the BSR resident expert of delicious treats. And today we are talking about all kinds of treats and snacks, whether they're the best or the worst will be discovered amongst this conversation, but they are perfect for summertime. And we all know right out the gate that the slush God is an expert. When you think of summer treats, slush what what constitutes the perfect summer treat um so okay i when it came to the difference between treats and snacks which at first i was like <laughs> okay i need to clarify this um not the only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not the break only it one. down break it down <laughs> elementary for our audience yeah so i i took this as like something that is cold and refreshing and like something that helps you beat the summer heat because I feel like when you're talking about summer, you're talking about a whole new version of sweaty, which is oh, what yeah. you guys normally talk about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Actually sweaty is I'm melting in the sun. <laughs> um, so anything that just kind of helps you beat the heat and is like that just crisp. Ah, I'm so excited that I had this interesting choice of, uh, sound effect because you're you may have been able to just sum it up. A treat is ah, right, yeah. that's a summer treat when it counteracts the battle that is summer in Southern California. Now, Slush, you grew up in California, yeah, correct? Yes, so how hot were your summers? Uh, I mean. I feel like anytime you talk about the weather in Southern California, it's going to be uh, a bit of a cheat code <laughs> because like, I mean, anything over like 85 is like, Oh my God, it's so hot. And then anything <laughs> below like 70 is like, Oh my God, it's cold. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think and weird it's that it's all hoodie weather. It's all hoodie and beanie weather, no matter what the temperature <laughs> yeah. is. The beanie's on 365. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, I would say, like, anything in the 90s is definitely like, whoa, okay, this is a bit much. Uh, but it never really got too much. I mean, 
I feel like there were some times where it reached over 100, but that was still pretty rare. Okay. Okay. Cisco, we know you grew up in the greater Los Angeles area, mm-hmm. LA County. You're a Southern California boy. When you think of hot summer treats, what it just, just hit me with just a little bit of that, that nostalgic Cisco therapy. What, 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 what's kind of, what, what, what rushes over your body? It's exactly what Slush said. It's got to be something cool. It's got to be something that you're, um, you're diving into in between summer activities that you're, you're partaking in, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, your, whatever your flavor is. Um, it's like the perfect kind of like you need a break from like, let's say, for example, you're playing basketball, right? And you, you're just going to take a little break, partake in something that's going to cool you down, sweeten you up, give you a sugar rush, and then get back out there and ball out. <laughs> ball know? out. But it's got to be, but you know, it's got to be during the, because like you said, Slush too. You know, I grew up here in Southern California. Hot as f during the summer. Although, I do have to acknowledge the fact that it was never as hot as it is now. At least, it never felt like it. Because, man, I—I I mean, we grew up like just my parents had a pool, but we'd be out like all day, unless it was super hot. Then we'd be inside. But it was like it was never like as deathly hot as it feels like it, no, it wasn't as like the city's on fire as it yeah, is man, right i don't now. think so like i just like it, it's like prohibitively hot now where it's just like i don't feel like going outside for anything <laughs> maybe i'm just old i don't know maybe that's sticky balls man sticky <laughs> balls like, god damn I, yeah we would just be out all day dark you know like going going to school just dark from being out in the sun all all day uh, but that's not our lives now now I know my boy Steve. Now I know him. And the truth is, I bet there was never a day in an adolescent summer that wasn't blue raspberry stained lips or cherry sta- <laughs> I know this kid. I know Steve. I know him. And he's got opinions on summer treats. Steve, uh, when you think of a summer treat, what's happening in your body? When I think of a summer treat, you guys have pretty much said <laughs> everything there is. To be said, um, I, I really can't add on to it. The only thing I can say is, is that, you know, there was just certain things that I mostly remember enjoying on a hot day. Um, and it was usually specific to that time of year, that season. Like I normally wouldn't mm-hmm. eat or enjoy some of these things too regularly throughout the, the rest of the seasons. And so, um, yeah, I've got some of these are legit bad in winter. Oh, legit. Like, like you, you don't even think about wanting them like in February, not all of them. I know some of the things on this list and they are good year round, but there are some well, in California, February, California, February, basically <laughs> spring in the Midwest. Yeah. Now there's one critical element that I feel that this, this, uh, this uh, group of mighty summer warriors has left out. And that is this most when I think of a summer treat to beat the heat, it is usually sold out of either a small cart, a truck, or a snack shack at said park. Like these are these are usually things that you're able to score from a small little I mean like in New York it would be a bodega. In LA it would be like a little dude pushing a cart who's like, "What do you want?" Like he's got a little bell, he rings it. Like all of these treats to me were almost like you got two bucks that mom gave you and she's like, get out and exercise. 
and here's two bucks. So when, whether it be the ice cream man or the ice cream cart or the snack bar at the sports park opens, you are prepared to make your first big life decisions as a kid, which are these $2. How am I going to invest this back into my body, which is a summer treat. So I think that now that we've, now that we've like broken down the vibe, we've each picked three summer treats. Let's start with our treats. Now I know some of us have the same treats. So like, We'll just quickly go over why you love it. We don't need to make a big thing because we got a lot to cover tonight. <laughs> but starting, Slush God, your number three summer treat. Hit me with it. All right. Uh, first of all, I had to throw on Sandlot last night to get myself in the mood. And I started True. to like meditate and just envision my 90s childhood. Uh, <laughs> I'm aging myself, but... It, it is what it is. Um, but number three out the gate, otter. Heat-sealed tubes of fruit juice that you throw in the freezer. And then when you get home from doing whatever you're doing, they were always there. You always had like two or three. Don't lie to me. You never had one. Um, back then they had definitely otter pots, two or three. Sometimes you even try both. Like you'll do a blue with an orange and you fucking double squirt it. Yeah. You got to mix it up. (laughs) Um, depending on who you were, you were either a scissors clean cut or you like ripped it open with your teeth and half of it fell on the floor. There were so many different options. Um, or you never got it open and it just like sat there and melted in your hands trying to get it open (laughs) with your teeth. Yeah. But the otter pop was definitely, an anomaly of like other than like in the early days when they had the characters, there wasn't really much visually going on, which I feel like is different from most treats. Cause I don't know about you guys, but when I picked out ice cream from the truck, it was like, I want this picture in my hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Otter pops like weren't that cool looking, but they were always there. They always had your back. They were like the dependable treat that was never going to let you down. And yeah, that's and they're cheap. Well, I was gonna say so they're, like, they're, they're the Kool Aid of ice cream treats. Yeah, mom and yeah. dad are like, these are you get four for you a get dollar. Four, you get four hundred of these for six bucks from Albertsons. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. fucking throw them in the fridge. Get the kids some fucking Otter Pops. They'll shut the fuck up for a couple days. You're like, ha, ha, ha. like just like opening the fridge every fucking two seconds, checking if they're frozen yet. Like, this is good, right? Mom's like, dude, wait. It'll be ready in like two hours if you just wait. <laughs> Anybody else have any Otter Pop memories? I know, I know Steve's got opinions on these. Really quickly, my favorite thing, uh, well, not my favorite thing about the Otter Pop because the Otter Pop is the best thing about it, but the great thing about Otter Pops is surprise syrup at the end, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you Ooh. get to just, like, squish the plastic together and suck it like a straw, and you get that sweet goodness. But I hated of- it if it was warm. Like yeah, if I never, you, were, you you gotta you gotta get that shit quick. I was like a yeah, shot. I, you gotta I mean, be. My, I mean, my life. I don't think Otter Pop ever got warm. It was like <laughs> it's like almost like a beer now. Like beers don't get warm. It just gets <laughs> right. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Uh, you got a favorite flavor? Oh, Otter Pops. Oh man, no. It, it sometimes it's red. Obviously, sometimes it's orange. I don't know. It's one of those things where Otter Pops are. All of them except for orange because orange is trash. Well, 
Otter Pops is one of those things that kind of reminds me of when you buy something in bulk at Costco, like a variety pack, right? And so there's flavors that you initially are like, bam, you end up going through those like real quick. And they usually are the ones that have like the least amount in the quantity, right? Fucking kid comes over and every just time. Sort of, I have a fruit exactly. punch, and you, motherfucker. <laughs> but you like, slowly sure. work your way through it to where like at Christmas time, you're looking for something <laughs> in the freezer and you see a bunch of like green and bunch like, of great. purple great. Otter Pops just randomly there with a bunch of freezer burn, you know? That's true. That That is true. Now, the Otter Pop, though, was pretty good because it was like sealed in the bag. It's one of the few popsicles that didn't get super freezer burny. Because it it couldn't right like it didn't have it didn't have space to crystallize around it. Outside Whereas of that other small little bubble yeah other popsicle brands there's like there's it's like a loose condom man a lot can happen <laughs> a lot can happen. It's in all kind of gooey. It's all kind of gooey when yeah, you get one dude, of the regular like, popsicles. You like know? it's either super icy or has a little that you know stretchy syrup. Like, Fro- nah, frozen. <laughs> Wait, goo. We got a lot of popsicles to talk about. I know this list. We got a lot of popsicles. All right, Cisco. Your number three summer treat. Big stick. Straight up. up. Let me high five you right now. My number three motherfucking big stick. Boom. Hey guys. (laughs) Hey guys. Let me just let you know. Me too. Big sticks. Hey, the trifecta. My wife, my wife tonight goes, my wife tonight goes, what's a, what's a big red. I was like, it's like a big red popsicle. And she just was like, yeah, Big yeah, Red is awesome too. You were that kid. Big Red, I actually. It, it now, was, are you Big Red, Steve, or are you Big Stick? Oh, sorry, Big Stick, Big Stick. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. Because Big Red, Big Very Red, important. and Big Red and the rest of the Bomb Pop family yes. are all dope, right? And especially because, like, when you peel that paper off, you get all that sticky goodness on the outside of it, which you got to like lick up real quick and then get to crunching on that that the popsicle. But man, Big Sticks, bro, I could. I could eat like probably a whole box of big sticks in a day. Oh if it God. was like, if I, if I like, if I was left to my own devices, I probably would have done it. And so, when they, when they minimized them, it would have made it even easier, you know? Cause so, like back in the day you would get that giant one. Yes. And it was like the, you're pretty the good. box or the bag, like the bag of them. So like we talked about this, I think maybe even like At the beginning of two the episodes stream. that slush was on. Yeah. I don't remember, but fucking big sticks came up and I fucking got in my car after the episode and I went to multiple grocery stores and they didn't have them. And then Steve's like, bro, you got to hit that Albertsons on a, <laughs> on olive and Al- Alameda. It's got a great popsicle selection. So my ass is there at two in the morning. And I was like, like, oh, when I arrived in the freezer section, I polished off a bag of those motherfuckers in like three days. My wife was like, what are these? Cause they were like in a bag. They were like bargain bin big sticks. They were those not are, none of your business. Great. They're yeah, healthy. They were very like, healthy. Monster pop. Monster pop. I was like, honey, it's got mango, pineapple. <sighs> I and got it cherry. from creation. Leave me alone. It's practically a fucking smoothie. What I'm eating here, all fruit smooth. No, it's just pineapple and cherry, right? Yeah. Yes, it's just pineapple and cherry. Sorry. I'm thinking mango because yeah. they also have a mango and cherry option of Monster Pop. Oh. But pineapple cherry is fucking where it's at. That's the move. It basically <laughs> tastes like a Mai Tai with grenadine and no yeah. alcohol. Basically what it is. It's delicious. Steve, big sticks, thoughts? Oh, I mean, they're just, they're refreshing. They and are just refreshing. the ultimate summer treat. And it and also I, has one of the best consistencies for a popsicle. Yes. Oh, the, f- the, yes. the, the, the slushy pop. Yeah. 
right? There's a, it's like a, they freeze it in a way that when you bite it, it almost becomes a slushy in your mouth. It's not too icy, right? It's not too crunchy. Yeah. It's not too like popsicles almost are like shaved, like the popsicle popsicle brand. Like when you bite into it, they're like, yeah. This is so nerdy and such well, a weird like, way to talk about popsicles. Of say, before you guys eat another box of popsicles, you guys need to start an OnlyFans first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. dude. Con- no, this but is content Alex, you guys are throwing out the window. Alex, yeah. you're right, dude. The popsicle brand will like slice up the roof of your mouth. Don't, yeah, dude. That shit. It's like a diamond, dude. It only breaks on that specific fucking angle. Like, I don't where? Don't do it. Like with the big stick, dude. You can make. Sh- you can fucking dome it. You can fucking can make you it. Imagine, can you imagine people you fucking, fucking doing an animation right now to just our audio? <laughs> you can fucking he open that. Hey, Patrell, I know you're listening. Cover your ears, big guy. You could fucking open up that that big stick and just Let's fucking. Keep it PG 13, boys. It just, I didn't even say anything. I just said you could take that big you stick and you, you could, could just take fucking, it to the dome. You could just fucking. I said you could dome it. Like, give it That's a little even dome. Worse. That's even worse, bro. <laughs> give it a little dome. <laughs> like a little dome at the top of. I don't understand. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about making a dome shaped big stick. You put a big uh, stick in your mouth. To you said you wanted to only give dome to your big stick. All right. Only okay. Coming soon. Yeah. All, so all three of us are big sticks. We don't dome them. We eat them like mature adults. Oh. All right, Slush God. It's already going downhill. Hit us with your number two summer treat. All right. So. <clears throat> one that I really I haven't thought about this in a very long time. And I think when I went into my uh summer nostalgia coma last night, it just like came out of nowhere. But the Flintstones push-up pops, which when I Googled are just called push-ups. Yes. Which I thought for sure they were called push pops, and I don't know. Push-ups. Push pops yeah. are the finger sucker. Candy, right? It's the candy, the hard. Put, yeah, don't push, pop don't, is don't the, push me. Push a push pop. There push pop is the sticky finger. Yeah, <laughs> with the belly. Button. I will say, push ups. The only ice cream where orange is acceptable. Ooh, true, <laughs> like sherbet. Like sherbet. Yeah, it's like orange sherbet. Yep. Yeah, orange sherbet. Hey, but orange is the best push pop. Where is the slush cult branded like? sherbert i need yeah we need to get on this like the rocks got his tequila <laughs> slush cult needs a sherbert yeah dude uh, honestly that would be kind of fire if you found like a local creamery hook up with and good you humor. were like let's collab on an ice cream like find one like like this is the bad pitch but like jenny's in la will 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 fedex ice cream everywhere you should find a place like in santa Ana that does like craft ice cream and be like yo let's do like a holy trinity sherbert yeah. Uh, if any large scale ice cream companies, are looking, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I know General Mills is a big listener. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think they tuned out after I said dome a big stick. Dome a big stick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. All right. I don't well, know why. I also don't know why they were specifically Flintstones. I don't know if that's that's not the only characters they use, but that's what popped up in my head. Those are what I remember. But that's what I yeah. remember too. Yeah. They were like the only popsicle with technology because you had to like the plastic umbrella thing. Yeah, you had to move it. Okay. Question. Did you push from the stick or did you two finger it and push the platform? 
<laughs> this is already off the rails so bad. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? This is you a serious it? fucking so wait, question. I, just, Alex, I, I personally question just pulled it back. Alex's question is, did you push on the stick or did you finger it from the bottom? <laughs> That's the question. We just turned into a fucking morning zoo show in the 90s. You're lucky I didn't ask, did you try to suck it? <laughs> like, because like, that was a thing too. First of all, it's not my fault that all summer treats are like giving cold, delicious fellatio. That is not my problem. You fucking talk to the people that engineered this shit. Like, I can't help it. I can only, I got to ask serious questions of our guests. All right. How did you raise the push pop? What was your move? I'm going to say it was a, a push from the stick while holding the two, the, the base cylinder. The base. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like this. Don't yeah. Like, yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. That was the safest way to control it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And it made it even. It was a kind of an even push. Because nothing's worse when a push pop gets all fucking uneven and you're like, it, oh, dude, fuck. it's a mess. It melts it's all a over mess. your hand. Yeah, yeah dude. You got you really gotta control the push pop. It is an unwieldy treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they melted wicked fast. Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like when you got them from the ice cream man, they they put that shit in like night like fucking Seriously? liquid nitrogen. Because yeah. you'd open it is- and you'd be like, ah, I can't fucking get it. You know, like, hold it yeah, with your hand. The trick to it is that you can't hold it by the cardboard because that you gotta that hold it by the by the push. Yeah, see, those are one of those things that's also like fruity pebbles. Um, for whatever reason, I did not really ever have until after I like also a Flintstone moved, moved exactly a Flintstone. Not something I really remember having before I was in my like I moved out of my parents' house, which is odd. Really? Yeah, and I'm a big fan of the Flintstones. You know what though? And I never got those Flintstones vitamins and I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> you can still get them, I think, right? Can you get them? Flintstones them. vitamins. I don't know. Honestly, all Flintstones branded properties in the late eighties, early nineties were fucking fire. Like whoever was their licensee, like it's probably like the Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos of licenses. They were just yeah. like the Flintstones IP. When we put it, it, the product has to represent our core brand values. It's like Ryan right? now, you know, it's like yeah. everything, but like <laughs> everything that's cool, kind of. Yes, Ryan's world. Yeah. All right, Cisco. Number right. two. My number two is is gonna be a curveball. Uh, my number two, the thing that one of the things that I remember most fondly from my childhood was homemade popsicles, but specifically Kool Aid. And it would, you know, it began as like a little science project for my brother and I. We'd just get little Dixie cups, fill them all top with Kool Aid, put a little cellophane on top, and pop a popsicle stick or any kind of stick really through there to just like freeze and put them in the freezer. Then technology caught up with our desires and they started making the little plastic silicone molds. No, it wasn't silicone at that time, it was just plastic. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was just plastic. And you kind of have to like finagle it to get it out of there. But uh, yeah, man, homemade Kool-Aid popsicles fucking just go to town, those bad boys all day. We would sometimes go throw a little audible in there and do Hawaiian punch popsicles, which was real good. But it was almost always Kool-Aid. That sounds so delicious. A Hawaiian punch frozen pop that's basically homemade. That's an artisanal dessert that you were creating as a child. Hey, listen, you know what? Slush, if you ever end up doing your, your jam, take you feel free to take it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you don't owe me any residuals. I do, remember, I do remember doing that. 
mine was the ice cube tray. Yeah. And you like put foil over it and then stuck toothpicks. Yep. yep. I do remember doing that though. I, as a kid, always tried to do it with soda and it never worked. <laughs> yeah. So didn't know. Because it has the carbonation. I'd be like, I'm making Coke pops. And my mom, like, it's not going to work. And I can do it. <laughs> every time, open it. And it's just this like, like you take one bite, it goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it's like the outside is hard. And then yeah. you just, yeah, sprays everywhere. Well, that didn't work. I wasn't much of a scientist as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steve O, number. Number two, summer treat. This is one of those times you're going to be like, fucking old man. Here um, it comes. <laughs> I like the little sundays with the wooden Werther's, spoons. And you, you peel caramels. away the cover, and it's got little stripadoos of chocolate. Right? I know it is a fucking pocket sundae, isn't it? Artisanal. Uh, Had to go to, like, Solvang to get it. <laughs> uh, Alex, you're, I, 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 that's an honorable mention for sure. But no, actually, I really only remember enjoying these during the summertime, and that's the classic ice cream sandwich. That's right. All right, gross. All right. Like, it's just a classic that I just it's delicious. I, I only ever really enjoyed during the summer months. Now we're talking traditional, traditional like vanilla, traditional although the neat, although rectangular the, log yeah, of right, vanilla right, sandwich for between. sure. And let me let me tell you, I do enjoy a Neapolitan. You know, oh, but, I but, fuck with a Neapolitan ice cream but, sandwich. But the classic ice cream sandwich, you know, it was something that I wouldn't always say yes to, but when I did, it was typically in the summer, and I went, you know, that was delicious. That was that was nice. I'd say like once a year. I get a box of ice cream sandwiches, like generic ice cream sandwiches. And I fucking, I power through those. It's always, it's always when my wife is on vacation and I fucking power through those like a motherfucker. They are delicious, Steve. No judgment. And I wouldn't consider that an old man treat. No pocket Sunday. However, we'd have a fucking conversation. But the pocket Sunday was one of those things where like after the last day of school or something, they would each hand us, you got chocolate or you got strawberry. And they would just hand you a little plastic cup and your wooden spoon. Fucking bitch slap that out of my face. Like, where's the good shit? <laughs> talk about talk about something that does get freezer burn. Yes. Ugh, gross. My number two is, this is very specific now. It is the firecracker. Mm-hmm. Not the bomb pop, but the firecracker, which is the, the smaller cousin of bomb pop and made technically by Popsicle, not by bomb pop. The firecracker was smaller. You could handle it a little better, and you got a lot more of them when you went to the store. A bomb pop box has like four. Firecracker got 12. Firecracker is your traditional cherry, lemon, lime, blue raspberry, right? That's where it starts. Red, red, white, blue. You You can't fucking beat that in the summer. I still, every 4th of July... Get a box of firecrackers. So they are. That's definitely a top three popsicle. I feel like we it, we had to have brought it up when we talked about our. I think I think yeah. w- it was one of our like a firecracker is a flawless popsicle. Legendary. Like, and the great thing about the firecracker specifically is that, in my opinion, the lemon part is way sourer than on a bomb pop one. Yes, and which I love. I because you get like the that. super sweet cherry and then the sour lemon, and then it's you're like, like real oh, sour, fuck. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, here comes that refreshing ass blue raspberry. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. Dude, like, I understand there are wine sommeliers. There should be fucking popsicle sommeliers. Like, snack boys. It's a goddamn miracle. (laughs) It's a goddamn miracle any of us still have any teeth left. Oh, look at this. Look at my front tooth. 
<laughs> Mine are all fucking, skipped. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking. All right. Number one. Now, Slush, we're going to save you for the end because I know you and I have the same one. Same. For the number one treat. Steve, same? Yes, but I think there's a way we can kind of get each other's recipes. Okay. Cisco, is Cisco the same? I don't no, know. I don't think so. All right, Cisco, your number one summer treat. Well, we'll find out if we're the same. But so mine is actually, it's going to be a number one. It's two I'm combining into one because it was, they're, they're variations of the same thing. One that I loved as a youth and one that I love now as an adult. And it's basically basically a raspado or slash shaved ice. So when I was a kid, Raspados were the fucking jam, dude. Like that dude would come by with the metal shaver and a giant block of ice and hook you up with whatever flavors you wanted. Now as an adult, personally, I just love Hawaiian shaved ice. I love the texture of it. I w- I could probably eat it every day. In the middle of winter in a snowstorm, I'd probably still eat a shaved ice because it's so good. Um, Do you get the ice cream in the center? I do not get the ice cream in the center. Um, what are your I flavors? It. So it depends. If it's available, like if I'm in Hawaii or you know somebody does does it right, I usually will do lilikoi and pineapple. Maybe mango if I want to keep it like real. Tri- uh, oh yeah, tropical and like be able to do mm. three flavors. Just whisper and then I'll usually, that in my ears, <laughs> and then I'll do the condensed milk on top. Um, some places will add a little mochi balls. I like that shit. Um, whatever kind of like extras, I'll throw them on there. Um, if they don't have any of that, super easy. Blue raspberry cherry, boom, always. That that's was my, my those are my go-to flavors for the raspado too. Blue cherry, um, cherry and blue raspberry. That was my honorable mention. Is a is yeah, a Hawaiian solid, a Hawaiian shaved ice. That's it, a solid it, honorable mention. It's just hard to get like have access to it you got to go find either like a specific shaved ice joint though you were very at least where i grew up there wasn't a lot of like like that guy wasn't coming out with the block ice in northern california like that wasn't happening but fuck is it delicious there's also Uh, like two very different like there's layers to a shaved ice because there is an actual hawaiian shaved ice which is what you described and then there's i think the more common shaved ice which i experienced as a kid which is just crushed ice with like the snow cone chem- chemical fruit yeah, the snow cone versus yeah, it's not, shaved yeah. ice. It's not natural it's it's just like sugar punch on top of shaved ice versus yep. a real like i don't think i even had a real hawaiian shaved ice until i was in hawaii because i i noticed immediately like oh this is way different yeah, oh. my first time having a Hawaiian shaved ice was also in Hawaii. And then because I agree there were none, there were no Hawaiian shaved ices where, where I lived. But there did one did pop up in like the mid mid 2000s. It was like it was like a Hawaiian shrimp garlic shrimp place plus they did shaved ice. And so I was going there like almost every day cuz like uh, a friend of mine worked there and it was like oh shit and so I was just I'm like, I'm going there to get shade ice. And they gave you the giant plastic tub that looked like a flower. And then they piled oh, that yeah. off shade ice all the way to the top. And did. And they'll even and like, 
in Hawaii, they know the perfect amount of syrup so that it goes all the way down, but doesn't just turn into a syrup ball. Like, yeah, I don't right. know how they, they just go like, Yoink! it's like they flourish that shit, like a motherfucking calligraphy. Well, dude, I think the like, good thing, of, the, the thing that like makes it a solid Hawaiian shaved ice is that you have to get that texture of the shaved ice, right? So you have to use that machine to get that. Fluffy. It needs that, that fluffy It's like, it's like literal like Colorado mountain snow. It's the best. It is. It's snow. It's amazing that the Hawaiians were like, we figured out how to make snow, bitch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) All right. So definitely the more, I I, I don't, I I dare I say industrialized version of the shaved ice. Slush, hit us with, without question, the number one summer fucking treat. What is it? Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like when I made this list, I would have to basically fire myself from my own company if it wasn't the slushy, the slurpy, the icy, whatever you call it. Slurpy doesn't brands don't really matter, but the slushy just in general is like the ultimate heat quencher. Uh, it's just something that like it doesn't matter how hot it is or how miserable you are or how like bummed out you are. Like if you get a Slurpee, your whole like your whole day can change, um, which is obviously why uh, in devotion to that. But <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it has to be the number one. And I was kind of trying to figure out how to get these all my ideas to kind of be like more cohesive because the Slurpee is the only one, or a slushy, whatever, uh, is the only one that's like a drink versus an ice cream or like something that you eat, Mm -hmm. but it's just, I don't know how you would ever there. It has to be number one. It has to be. You can throw in, it's a caveat. You do eat it. It has a spoon. Yeah, it does. That motherfucker's got a spoon. It is. It sort of transcends, right? Like if like, if, if I was writing a comedy sketch about it, it'd be like someone would look, There'd be like all the different foods would be characters and it'd like look at the drink section and be like Coca-Cola, lemonade, all the drinks. And you'd look at the food and it'd be like Snickers bar, bag of chips. And then you'd look at a Slurpee and it'd like be in the middle and it wouldn't know where to go. <laughs> Cause it's like, I'm both. Yeah. I'm yeah. a treat and you eat me. Like <laughs> I'm the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause you guys know I'm a, I'm a Coca-Cola boy. And you are a Coca-Cola. But there boy. is a huge difference between like, a refreshing ice cold Coca-Cola during the summer. And then that same Coca-Cola in frozen slushy form, that shit just hits different. There's also a huge difference in Coke Slurpee versus frozen Coke. There's a huge, Oh yeah. Frozen Coke from like a fast food joint. I I actually think is superior to the Slurpee Coke. I, I was craving a Slurpee. I feel like last summer. Or something, and you couldn't go into a Seven Eleven yet or whatever. And I just didn't want to deal with the, hey man, go get me this and bring it back to me. Yeah, they were they were closed all twenty. Yeah, and I was driving back from like the hardware store or something, and I saw the Burger King in Burbank, the one that's from Back to the Future, and I saw frozen cokes, and I was just like, yes, <laughs> that is gonna that is gonna curb the Slurpee craving. While it it was no Slurpee. It was mighty refreshing and, and and a whole other thing unto itself. The it, you know there is a 
this is something different, but kind of in the same realm, there is a sort of scientific method to taking like what I like to do, which is take a Mexican Coke and put it in the freezer and get mm-hmm. it to the point where it's going to be slushy when you pop that top. Go on. And then you can just eat it like a frozen Coke, man. It is the bomb. Oh, so fucking good. Oh gosh. All right. Let's start. Let's just go around the horn. Cause I know Cisco's going to have an opinion on it too, even though it wasn't his top choice. Uh, we'll start with you, Cisco. What are your slur? What's your slurpy flavor? I'll allow Cher- you to layer two. So it's always cherry. Layer. If okay. I'm in a the theater, then it's going to be white, the white cherry. Um, but I do like Coke and I do like mixing the cherry and the Coke. So yeah. what's your, okay. what, okay. So what is your method when you do the mix? I do the Coke first. I do the Coke at the bottom. <laughs> like, like a third and of I the do way. it like maybe like a third of the way. Mm-hmm. And then I do the rest Coke. I mean the rest cherry. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, that's like the perfect. Ah, so oh. you go yeah. more cherries than Coke. Interesting. The Coke yeah, I do more, more, more cherry than Coke. Yeah. Yeah. The cherry, I think, it, I think the Coke has a stronger flavor and it, it'll like cut through that cherry when you mix it. Right. So I have the same recipe. I have the same recipe. Like my, my go-to is the, the Coke and the cherry, but my method is I fill it. Uh, I fill up that little bottom cap. Then I hit that center with some cherry. I leave a couple inches on top and I pop that top with some more Coke on top of it. And I'm, I'm not the largest size guy. I'm the, I think it's just large and not, there's one above it that's bigger, but I, my, my go-to cup. Your cup's clear large. though. Bitch, you got a clear cup. Like I we all now. know it goes, it's fucking tiny yellow, tiny green, fucking blue, <laughs> no. clear, and then super fucking clear. I know your ass got a clear cup. Don't be acting like you got a fucking paper cup. All right, slush. I, no, I had paper cups because I loved the, uh, the color scheme we had in like all through the nineties and early two thousands with the pink and the purple and the green. Um, oh yeah. And I think yeah. the blue. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Slush. What are you doing? I, so, okay. The Coke one is pretty much like a standard, uh, you know, you're basically making cherry Coke. Um, that's for sure. Like a solid go-to or I'll do uh half cherry, half blue. Cause blue is its own flavor. It's fucking it's, blue. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think when I do the red and blue, just cause I'm, I'm fucking extra aesthetic guy. Uh, I'll tilt the cup and try to fill it to where I can get the red. You and get the like a, you get a same photo, a dual color in yeah. the photo. Yeah. Look cool. Same thing with Steve, like doing the little extra topper. That's a visual thing. That's not really changing the flavor. Now, <laughs> I have to say, I know that if I rolled up to a seven 11 and was getting in the slurping line, I guarantee all four of you are such professionals. You take your fucking lid, you pop it on the cup. Oh, are you, you fucking kidding me? Of course. Oh, yeah. The there's no like, waste of space. Oh, I hate oh, yeah. it. I hate it. If there's so many any people. Fuck, I, if I see so many, any fucking just, amateur oh. putting that lid on after, I'm like, you're a fucking Get amateur. Out. Get out of here. You're an amateur. You're wasting... Here. Like they don't got a scale, bitch. You gotta fill that. Go get shit. your like, go get your honestly, rolling hot dog. Get out of here. Yeah, that's if you the don't, one, one fucking place. Like I'll fucking take nipple. a hit, then go back. I'm like yeah, yeah. You gotta have like the little. You go beyond the top where you get the little. You get the little nipple on top. Yeah, man. You gotta be Definitely careful though, because. Because sometimes they just okay. So this is the other thing with the Slurpee. Sometimes they just change the carbon dioxide, oh, and, they get and that, it, last that shit little, raises. It's oh, it like an earthquake. You're like, no, motherfucker! I need you to stop right now. And it's like it goes like yeah. poop, like a little Slurpee poop, and goes down the side. And you're like, my fucking Slurpee is fucking <laughs> yeah, ruined. Yeah. Like, then you have to go get like 200 napkins. 
<laughs> fucking clean it up. Guys, uh, you like you're a on, fucking dork. <laughs> what are everyone's thoughts on the candy straws, the sour, the sour rope straws? Uh, no, I don't know. No, no, sir. I, I tried, <laughs> I've tried them when they first started doing. I'm a, you know, I wouldn't go I for it. I'm a slushy uh, connoisseur at this point, so I tried to do all the little gimmicky bullshit that comes out. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, what are you, what are you adding on to? You don't need to, they're perfect the way they are. Just leave them alone. Yeah. Now I know this, there's going to be some opinions on what I'm about to say. I very rarely mix my Slurpees. I almost always go straight Coke. Straight Coke is like 90% of the time. However, if they have orange, I will do blue raspberry and orange together and I will swirl it. I'll do like a blue oh. raspberry orange. And that's my like tropical. You're a criminal. That's, that's a summertime vibe. Blue that's hot for town, me. dude. No. For me, as soon as I take one sip of that, I'm fucking busting fire oh, hydrants open. Jesus I'm fucking <laughs> like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, Bart, you're like Bart in the Simpsons when he gets that, like just pure syrups. <laughs> <laughs> I used to text that to Steve all the time. Didn't I, Steve? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like at the end of the day, there's truly four flavors, but three are year round. The other one's not always there for my sleepy machine. And it's Coke, cherry, cherry blue, blue raspberry, pina colada. Pina and that's colada. that's just that's that's just it. Let's just stop it with the Mountain Dew Code Red Slurpees. Like, yeah, let's just, I, listen, I don't fuck yeah. around with that. But orange is orange does come around. Orange, orange does come around, around and grape comes around depending on where you're where you are. I'm not gonna lie, I do try. I, I'll never get a whole thing of it, but when they have the sour patch flavors, I'll like taste it. And I'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> go get good. go get a lid and just kind of pop it up, take a little quick shot. No big deal. Just put it at the bottom. <laughs> you know? Just put it at the bottom, just like sip it, just shoot it. Yeah. And then I'm good. Okay. Are there any uh quick honorable mentions for summer treats before we move into summer snacks? I'm ready for which is snap all right Wanna, so yeah go my first go. my first honorable mention is drumstick a uh, drumstick oh yeah oh solid that's like caramel my chocolate vanilla where are we at uh all of them i oh no i pretty much just like the plain okay. and then i like the kid the one with the caramel tube oh the caramel tube yeah yeah caramel center baby when i was and a kid my, dude i used to fucking dig in that thing like a little fucking miner like <laughs> in that fucking caramel oh my god <laughs> You like a little audience glad that you didn't just you, this is not a video podcast <laughs> <laughs> again only fans content oh my god and then my second my second honorable mention is purely baseball related so this is only for baseball games at dodger stadium they don't have them anymore and it hurt oh well, actually i don't know if they have them anymore because uh i didn't see them when we just went to the game but the carnation chocolate malt Ice cream. Oh yeah, that's, that's, a wooden that's a baseball but, staple. That's a baseball staple, but and it has to have the wooden spoon. Wooden spoon. As long as that thing's gonna melt before the end of the fucking game, that thing is solid as a rock oh, when they God. hand it to you. Hey, man. You're like, I'm eating this in six hours. They're either, <laughs> they're either already work. melted or they're yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, those are my two. I have one real quick, and I don't get them very often, and I just had one this weekend. But they remind me of summer as well. Wendy's Frosties. Oh, Ooh. oh that's for a year fries, rounder for dipping your fries in. That's a solid. All right. Okay. Now, 
Steve, you got some music ready just to fucking wake everybody up that fell asleep during me licking out that fucking eating out that caramel oh, drumstick Jesus bunghole. No. <laughs> he said it. He actually said it. Oh my god. Well, this might be our last episode. Let's go. You ready? Right. You ready? Yeah. This is my favorite episode we've ever done. It's already my favorite episode. I'm on. I'm. I am. I am loose today, boys. I feel good. This <laughs> just goes like, yeah. Until you tell Steve to edit out all of this. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. None of it. All right. Out. Summer snacks. What constitutes a summer snack? Versus a summer treat. Let's start with Steve, and we'll work our way around. Steve, what starts with a summer? What is a summer snack? To you? So, listen, we're just gonna get this at the top right here, out the fucking gate. This is gonna be a hotly contested subject. We're about to fight. Slush. We're about to fucking slush. Have, like this, we're about to have words. This is the, you and I. It's it. Listen, I'm just gonna call it right now. Slush. It's gonna be you and I in the corner versus. Get ready, Alex. We're about to Alex we're about and the to Cisco whoop your ass kid. on them ropes. <laughs> um, but don't worry, I got some points ready. Um, let's just get it out the gate now. Um, oh dear, I feel like summertime snacks. As a kid, you're home alone. So yep. many of them go in the microwave. Yes. Um, or in a bag that can just be quickly I feel accessed. Like, I feel like for summertime snacks, it's it's not just a bag of chips to just like munch on. It's sort of like a snack, but slash like a mini meal. All right, no, sir. All right. So <laughs> the way I this looking is, like this a true kid. I like the way I look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there we go. Yeah. Like, I got a bucket of chicken. It's a snack. Yeah. Not a bucket yeah. of chicken. My favorite snack is, this is uh, the way. I, this is the fucking way. Fucking four course meal. <laughs> it's got to be something that's going to give you a little bit of sustenance, but isn't breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So it's got to be something that, like, if you're swimming, you're going to hop out because you need a little energy. So you're going to hop out, grab something, munch it real quick hop back in but it's not going to be heavy it's not going to be something that it could be even be something that just sits there that you can have access to while you're effing around whatever you're doing it's something that has a lastingness to it i don't know if that's a word but you know it's something that can be around for a little bit um but it's not it's not it is not a meal it cannot be a meal in my opinion because yeah. it's gotta be what you gotta constitutes be able to a meal like we'll, we'll, get, items, right? we'll get there we'll get there i will moderate this like a champ i'm done <laughs> licking caramel bungholes and i'm now moderating a serious conversation about summer snacks all right slush when you think about a summer snack what is a summer snack to you i mean i think what cisco said is uh, i mean yeah that's on par it's like the in-between it's the food that you eat in between meals, which depending on how much of a fat kid you were, 
it varied, 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 varied in amount. Yeah. Like there's probably kids that would be like, Oh, I like eating grapes. And it's like, Oh, <laughs> sick, bro. Yeah, man, you're not invited again. Frozen grapes. I think like when I envision a good summer snack, it's like, okay, am I going to go back to Billy's house tomorrow? Or are we going to not include him because his snacks were lame? Um, but it was also, I was trying, it was having a hard time last night deciphering. Cause when I think snacks, it's normally like after school snack, summertime snacks, you can, you can throw even more variables in there. There's variables. This is definitely like we're playing with, th- there's definitely a little bit of like leeway. We should recognize that there is leeway, a summertime snack. It, d- there are Things you do like a baseball game that is a summertime activity. And those snacks are going to be different than like backyard poolside snacks or like mom and dad left you at home for your first summer vacation alone. And it's like, what can you concoct out of the pantry to make a summertime snack? So like I would say when I think of a summertime snack for me, and this is, this is the lamest hoity toity way of saying it, but it's just like, it feels like summer, like when you're having it. It's like, oh, it must be summer. I'm eating this thing. And I'll start us off this round, which is my number three is shitty nachos. So like round circular tortilla chips Got with it. a little dipping cup of nacho cheese, specifically at a baseball game or like a movie theater. Now, I Steve's been to a lot of movies with me. Cisco, you've been to movies with me. I'm not like a shitty nacho guy. I don't get like that is not I don't fucking run up to the fucking concession counter like give me the nachos. Like that's not my move. I'm not a nacho kid. But there's something about like nachos at a baseball game where you're just like I don't even finish them. They're not even that good. But there's just something about like the hot sun cold refreshing coca-cola and you're like you know what goes with this a little bit of shitty nachos maybe even out of a a baseball helmet helmet. exactly exactly baseball helmet nacho a little a real thing an oakland a's helmet with a little fucking or a san francisco giants helmet little alex just in the corner dad's like kids happy now he's not going to talk during the game he's got some nachos so my number three shitty nachos (laughs) do you eat the like soggy flappy rubber coagulated cheese chip that's usually the one at the bottom all folded over i prefer the cheese be a dippable i pr- i don't like i don't want to just, just like hook it with Atta your finger boy. and slurp it in yeah. no sir i no sir i prefer my cheese to be dippable so <laughs> yeah. please present my cheese get, in a cup nothing worse than nacho cheese, cheese all over your fingers huh do you do you eat your donuts with a fork and knife too <laughs> <laughs> no, no i appreciate the knife, no. how about your snickers you eat your snickers with a fork and knife come on <laughs> If you're going to eat nachos, it's got to be sloppy, bro. I just like it in the little tray with no, like no, the I little it, cheese dipper. You're like, going to get, yeah, you're going to get a lot of good use out of those bowls. But if you get it, but if you get it, at the game, <laughs> if you get it at the ball game in the helmet, it comes covered in. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Like if I don't have an option, I'm not, I'm not going to, who am I to tell the chef <laughs> oh, how to prepare let this let meal? Let me tell you, it, back in the day at the movie theaters, that's how they used to give them to you too. And then all of a sudden when they invented that little cheese cup for now, the movie theaters, I got to tell you, it changed the game though, in terms of walking out and not having nacho cheese on your shirt. Listen, as someone who doesn't partake, doesn't eat nachos because I don't like the nacho cheese. I don't fuck with cheese. When my wife wants to order them, 
I do appreciate that it comes with the dipping sauce on the side because then I can just have a little cup full of jalapenos and jalapeno <laughs> juice and then eat chips with jalapenos. That's my jam. So on the nacho subject, I'll throw out <laughs> a quick honorable mention. And this is something that as an adult, I kind of come to terms with and realize more and more. I don't know if I grew up poor or if, I don't know. My parents, I, I, I constantly come up with like weird things that I ate as a kid and people around me just be like, did, are you what how did you grow up but i'm just like i don't know i just ate like white trash food apparently <laughs> um, so there's the classic dippable nacho with like the liquid cheese right mm-hmm. but if you were a creative kid left to his own devices because both of your parents work and you're at home all day by yourself uh-huh. sometimes you got to get the cheesy doritos like the bright orange classic Doritos. Okay. Sprinkle some shredded cheese on that bitch. Microwave. Throw in the microwave. That fucking works. You either get get the perfect nacho or you get a nuclear bomb completely (laughs) stuck together, hard as a rock, black brick on a (laughs) bro. There is an art, there's an art form to the microwave nacho. How you how you shred your cheese, how you layer it. It there's an art form, and trust me, as a white boy in the fucking suburbs in the fucking eighties and (laughs) nineties. I know my way around some microwave yeah. nachos. And so shredded Steve, cheese. when he was like twelve, walked right up to like the 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 street the street cart guy and was like, "Let me, let me you. show you how to make some." Let nachos. me tell you, Patty was not. <laughs> buy, Patty, let me tell you, Patty wasn't buying pre-shredded cheese. Okay, so <laughs> there was some work put into getting my my meal made. All right, Steve, your number three shitty nacho. My number. Th- or, no, your number three. <laughs> your number three summertime snack. Um. Yeah. We used to always have the pretzels in the garage. Okay. Um, and so I would always like the soft baked big pretzels. Oh, oh you oh, motherfucker. Okay. The Costco soft pretzel. Yeah. You motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you grew up yeah. on a different side of the street than I did. <laughs> yeah. I never had that. We're all going to Steve's house. We Mama's roll got gold. We had roll golds in my house. Steve was the house that we all went to. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve just got that Sarah Michelle Geller cut out. We each get a turn in the room and he's making soft pretzels. <laughs> this oh episode, boy oh, jesus this episode's great <laughs> oh, oh wow. all right steve why it's soft pretzels it's one of those things where you either use the microwave or the oven a lot because you're home a lot at least i was sounds like cisco you were even sounds like slush yourself i, I was you I don't know, crank it up 250, 300, throw it in for 12 minutes, 15 minutes. You always never end up waiting the time it says because you're a little impatient little prick. And so you end up eating it. It's still kind of cold, but you still keep mustard on it. You keep going. Or you're like, fuck it, I'm going to put it in the microwave. And then it gets all fucking rock hard and you ruin it. Like it's, it's, those, it's those experiences I just remember, you know. Growing up, it's that. It's making the rolled quesadillas in the, you know, in the oh, microwave. All kinds settle of stuff. down, sir. You're throwing out snacks really nilly <laughs> like a machine gun. All right, I'm gonna need you to relax. You know, but I, right. was, I was a I was a yellow French's or Heinz mustard on on some soft baked pretzies. You know. All right, all right. I cannot tell you before I say mine. I cannot tell you how excited I am for that fucking giant pretzel at Avengers Campus. Oh when yeah, I that, see that thing. thing. I basically get like a little semi because I'm ready for it <laughs> in my life. I want. Hey, man, I, I want to try the pickle. I want to try the pickle corn dog. 
Oh, so is it a deep fried pickle? No, it's a hot it's dog, a hot in a dog inside then, of a pickle, and then it's deep fried, and then you dip it in peanut butter. I don't know if I would do that. I'd probably just do mustard. I'm but, surprised they I don't mean, do nacho way. cheese with that. Nacho cheese would be good yeah. too. They need to hire. They need to hire more uh, fat chefs. I tell you. <laughs> All right, Cisco. Your number three summer snack. All right, so my number three to continue the baseball game theme. It only. It only ever is appropriate at a baseball game. It only ever works at a ballpark, and it's peanuts in the shell. Ooh. Wow. Shell and peanuts. That's a summer snack. Yep. Yeah, that's a very 4th of July thing for me. I thought you were going to go for the sunflower seed. Oh, I, I like sunflower seeds, but I, at a, I, I've, I grew up on the, on the peanuts, I kind of cheated on them for a while and I was doing the sunflower seeds, but in the world that we're living in now, I'm, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be too cool to be like spitting seeds out at the, yeah, the, the post code sunflowers might not survive the COVID mm, lifestyle. I got to go yeah. sell some stock. Excuse me. Nope. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's peanuts for me now. All right. Peanuts. I can respect it. Solid choice, Cisco. All right, slush, your number three summertime snack. So, uh, yeah, you know, I I grew up in a time where we were very much kind of like just left alone to our own devices. And a lot of that time for me, especially in summer, was like going out and just causing a ruckus in the neighborhood. So a lot of my stuff had to be portable. And for number three, I just went with the classic like sticks with cheese like the shitty snack that no one really like the handy snack but with the 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 sticks instead of the crackers yeah i don't have time like get that little red fucking stick out of here i'm not spreading spreading butter on a crack like definitely was game changing um but the sticks and the cheese even though that was also like a lunchtime like school snack came in clutch for summer because you just threw in your backpack and you fucking didn't have to be refrigerated (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you were just you were just out for hours at a time. So it was kind of even though they weren't like the greatest thing ever, it was just like, yo, I'm gonna need snacks. I'm gonna throw three of these in a backpack. One will melt completely gross, and the other two will probably be edible. Oh See. those I was not I was never pro the little snack pack. I never liked the cheese crackers with the peanut butter filling or like the peanut butter ritz or like the packs i just couldn't get into that the like really it was like cheese whizzy cheese it wasn't like nacho cheese that was never for me but respect i respect the game because you're right that is efficient and on the move that's like mom i put something in the bag i'm out like that's a that's a good call all right my number two i think i'm gonna be okay here i think cisco might have an opinion on what i'm about to say but my number two. Now, mind you, you're only allowed one of them. You can't have two. You can't have fucking three. A Foster Farms microwavable corn dog. Or you can put it in the oven. You could oven it, but my parents were at work, dude. I didn't have fucking time to be operating an oven. A single corn dog or mini corn dogs. If you wanted to microwave some mini corn dogs, I would say those are kind of in the zone. Like, mini corn dogs are a snack. Corn dog, now you're flirting. You're but three, flirting but three mini corn dogs, dogs, but three mini corn dogs, 
kind of make uh, corn oh, dog. No, 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 no. I'm losing. Don't, don't, no, like, no, we're no. we're going to, we'll get there. We'll get there. Like <laughs> it, the only Cisco, let me defend the choice just real quick, because like, this is not a fucking Disneyland fucking. No, no, I know. You know, it's like this yeah. baby. It, regular it, corn dog. It's a regular singular that's why, corn dog. That's why I say flirting. You're really, flirting. Flirting. You're really only eating one. Come on, nobody's putting. I was one. gonna say, yeah. Let me let me defend me and Steve's honor real quick. How <laughs> were you like? Were you like a sixty-five pound fucking twelve-year-old? Because <laughs> oh yeah, dude, are you kidding yeah. me, man? I was let's say sixty-five <laughs> pounds soaking wet. Let's, let's just say you can eat a single corn dog. <laughs> sure, I'm walking away with at least two. Yeah, so I get at least two. I understand. We're, we're, I think we're going to get into a longer conversation here in a little bit, but let, well, let's curb my corn dog. But I, it would technically, I wanted to be true to what I would have done as a kid. Like, I recognize that the mini corn dog is more of a snack than a proper corn dog. But in fairness, and being guys, if this was therapy, being my most honest self, I would have had a Foster Farms corn dog as a child almost every day of my life for six sure. years. So along with a right. drumstick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So also these are all phallic. Every single treat we've named <laughs> with the exception of shitty nachos is phallic. All right, Steve, number two, what is your number two snack? My number two snack. So we used to always have leftover because, you know, someone would ultimately go camping or something like that. We would ultimately have some, uh, everything you needed to make s'mores Ooh. laying around in the house, typically towards end of summer. Ooh. And you got that sweet tooth. It's kind of a cooler breeze in the evening. You still got a little bit of a wet swimsuit with a damp towel wrapped around you. Getting the couch cushion all wet. Take me to church, Getting the, man. Getting the Take couch cushion. Getting the couch cushion all wet. I'm catching the vapors. You know, there's no AC. Ooh. You got the fan pointed right on you. Like Cyborg is on or some Van Damme movie or something. <laughs> you know, you got the sweet tooth, but like there's no ice cream in the house. There's no popsicles. There's not nothing. You open up the pantry. You're like, I got marshmallows. Oh, shit. I got half a Hershey stick. Hershey bar right there. Let me check. I think we got graham crackers. We got graham crackers. Head over okay. to that stove get, get, real quick. What are you going to do with them? Head over to that, <laughs> over that stove real quick and make some goddamn house s'mores. Oh, man. I want to log off right now and just go you do know? that. <laughs> I saw Cisco go, wait, I think I've got s'mores stuff here. Bro. Yeah, I know Cisco's going to probably make that when we're done. I fuck with s'mores so heavy, I'm mad at myself that I didn't think of this for my list because I would do the like go to CVS and buy the little pre-made s'more, the chocolate covered jammy with the marshmallow in it. It's like the what's the chocolate company that they that Hershey's? CVS sells? No, oh. it's not Hershey's. It's like the the side one, Whitman's or something like that. The Whitman's. Uh, it's a, oh, it's just a, you can get a s'more. It's a single s'more, but it's a giant one. It's like as big as your hand. And uh, it's got the it's got the graham cracker and then the marshmallow inside, but then it's covered in chocolate. Ooh, interesting! Uh, it's uh, incredible. Hey, but you eat it room temp. It's not warm. Yeah, but- room temp. Room temp. Yeah. Oh, so see, it's not. Me, it's not for hot. me. It's got to be. It's got to have that warm gooiness. I got you. I got you. I got no, have, no, we, yeah. But we're, we're not, not doubting. You we don't need to. You're not. Yeah. You're preaching to the choir here, sir. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Steve. No one's coming at you about whether or not a s'more should be warm. <clears throat> yeah. That shit should be warm. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Cisco, number 
to Summer Snack. All right. This is going to take us back to uh, the conversation or the the points that Slush was making about being creative with your snacks. And this was something that um, when you get through the the variety pack of chips, uh, we'd be left in my house with the ones that nobody really wanted to eat, which were the Fritos by themselves. Love Fritos. Oh, yeah. All right, basic so, Fritos or f- for basic boys? <laughs> basic Fritos, not my jam, really. But what I love to do is take a little mini bag of Fritos, mm-hmm. open the top of it, okay. do about 10 shakes of Tapatillo in there, oh. cut a lime in half, oh. squeeze all that juice in there, seal it back up, roll it up, and then shake the shit out of it. And then dig into it with a fork. You basically were doing Takis before Takis were a thing. Yeah, but wet. So that's, a, that's <laughs> the good thing is that like it's got to be in that in-between point. You can't put too much of either the tapatio or the lime because yeah. you don't want it to get soggy. But you want it to be a little, bit, a little crunchy but not too crunchy. It's got to be right in that sweet spot. Do you yeah. still do this? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I was going to say that. Now I don't, I don't leave it in the bag anymore. I pour it into a bowl. So that way it doesn't get soggy. None of them get soggy that way. The ice cream shop by the mini Mart. It's the, it's one of the Michicanas. They, they serve that. It's a, but it has like, I want to say all the shit cucumber side of it. Yeah. They put cucumber. They put the, um, there's like some kind of pork, pork rind in there. Yeah. The little chamoy chamoy balls. They put all that Fritos. Yeah, yeah, they put the, 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 the comes in the, the bag, but they do the big bags. It's you tight. can do the Fritos or the Tostitos, which are the Tostitos are good too because you can almost just use them as the vessel yourself, and the, your hands are gonna get messy. But um, yeah, I don't know what they call those, but they're they're dope. All right, I, I honestly never heard of this. I've, <laughs> I the only time I've ever done it is I've done um, popcorn. Like I've done hot sauce into a, bo- a bag of like pre-made popcorn with like some Parmesan cheese or something. You get like a spicy popcorn vibe, but I stopped never doing that Fritos. because the popcorn so- you don't your popcorn <clears throat> will never be crunchy, right? It yeah, just goes soggy. It's, and I always be like, this is okay. Like it just gets soggy and gross. But what I do as an alternative for my popcorn now is it's just tahini, tahini all over my popcorn. Ooh, I've never had it on popcorn. Before. We've talked about this, uh, slush. You might dig this from Trader Joe's. They have. A, a dust called everything but the elote yeah. and it's all the stuff that would go on street corn and it's fucking delicious on popcorn because now that your popcorn tastes crap. like street corn yeah delicious so it's like a little tahine it's kind of got like a lime salt a garlic salt salt and then it has a like i guess like kind of like nacho cheese dust i guess so you get the cheesy it's got, no it's got the flavor. it's got the like cheese the legit cheese that you yeah like cojita cojita yeah yeah dry all right. Okay, Slush. Your number two summertime snack. Okay, so for summertime snacks, going over my notes now, clearly I was in three different places when I wrote these. Cheese sticks is for like, I'm going out with the boys. We're going to go make dirt jumps and probably break our arms, but it's okay. <laughs> my next one is more like classic memory of spending the night at your friend's house and staying up till four o'clock in the morning 
watching scary movies or funny movies or movies that we weren't allowed to watch because we were too young. But Red Vines were like the solid go-to, and even to this day, still is my go-to movie snack. But Mm -hmm. when I think summer, the first thing that pops up into my head is like sleepovers. And then sleepovers typically was either video games or movies. And either one of those, I mean, I'll eat enough Red Vines Till I get sick. The house, the house with the Costco tub. Yeah, like yeah, I won't stop eating them until I physically feel sick. That's how I am. <laughs> I will Man. say that, like the crafty life, has kind of ruined red vines for me. They're a very popular thing on any set that you're on. Like anything that I'm ever working on, I have access to red vines at any given time, and they're always kind of like not fresh. They're always kind of a little stale, so. But I'm with you. Movie theater red vines were, are my jam. I, I, I will definitely I, do that. I don't think I ever fuck with red van, red vines on set. No. Too many fingers. Too many nah. fingers. Yeah, that's, that's also they're, they're going to have to rethink that tub. Yeah, that oh, won't yeah. happen after COVID. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I'm with gone. Slush Man. Go to movie theater snack, and the best for me is after I've been digging into popcorn and then eating a red vine, so it gets a little salty. Oh boy, I love it. You ever bite the ends off and drink your fucking Coke with it? Sure. Woo, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Now we're talking. Now there we're we talking go. diabetes, baby. <laughs> yeah. I, would even, I would even use it for my slushy, my icy. Yeah, yeah. That's the only straw you really need that's food yeah. related. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Last. I'll take it to my. Steve's going to have some opinions on my last summertime snack. I have a feeling because it's a little basic. But my favorite food as a kid just has to be my favorite summertime snack and it's kettle cooked barbecue chips. It's, it's like, it, like I think picnic, I think backyard barbecue in the bowl. I think sleepovers, like it's the snack that I would bring to a kid's house. Like, listen, man, I don't trust your sources. We're going to have barbecue chips for movie night. Right? Like I would bring those. They go good with everything. They're good with they're good with sandwiches. They're good with homemade with grilled burgers. They're good with pizza. You got a little side of potato chips with your slice of pizza. Kettle cooked barbecue chip. Bam. Slam it down. Maybe favorite food, but also favorite summertime snack from downtown. It's a solid. <laughs> I'm not it's, a solid. It. It's, it's not only a snack, but it also can be an ingredient because the only thing better than a sandwich with chips is a sandwich with chips inside of it. Yeah. And barbecue, barbecue is the solid choice for that. And the good thing about kettle kettle cooked is that they don't get soggy. Got the uh, crunch. Yeah. They just stay it's got to be a kettle cooked barbecue chip. Once, I like once, I like all barbecue chips, but kettle cooked. Once they came out with once we we got our hands on like kettle cooked being a regularly scheduled item on the shelf. It, man, I used to be a Casey masterpiece Lay's guy, but not once. Ruffle once. the ruffle or the traditional lay. I feel like in my house we had the traditional lay more often, but I'd fuck with that ruffle. Um, AC Masterpiece ruffle but, was a was a solid choice for a long but time. But once once we got our hands on some kettle kettle cooked, it was kind of game over. It was over, bro. It was over. You know they now do flame and hot barbecue chips. They do flame and hot everything now. So you can get a barbecue chip with a little flame and hot dust. I don't know if I'm ready to take that jump in my <laughs> mid thirties. I think that's going to have to be something I don't do. <laughs> All right, Steve, your number one summertime snack. So Slush and I have essentially the same one. 
So let's fucking however, get out of right however, now. However, right however, we disagree. Wow. I like trust me. His way, in my opinion, is one of my favorite ways. But in the summertime, when it's quick, you're trying to get back into the pool. This is I gotta foul. hit my I gotta hit mine with a microwave. Um, oh, foul! I take a hot dog. I take a bun. I take a paper <laughs> towel. I wet the paper towel. I wring out the paper towel. I wrap the hot dog that's in the bun. Completely with a wet paper towel. I take a cu- glass of water. Okay. <laughs> I fill the, I, I, put, I, put, I put half a, a water. I put a half a glass of water. It's got to be glass in the corner of the microwave so that when the little wheel is spinning, it does not hit. What this oh does is this perfectly steams <laughs> your hot dog and your hot dog bun and your hot dog bun doesn't turn out to be rock hard. You pull Can that just- thing out real quick. You squirt some mustard on it. And by the time you get in the pool, you're swallowing the last bite. Oh, let me just. I got to say this, even if, (laughs) even if the hot dog wasn't a meal already, how is the process? Hold on, hold on. The process that you fucking go through, the layers are like, there's like 80 steps to making this hot dog. Yeah. You wrap a wet paper towel around a bun and a dog and you turn it in the microwave. A wet paper towel, half a cup of water. Yeah. It can't hit the circle. It's got to be moist and blah, blah, blah. There's so many steps to this fucking process. That is a goddamn meal. You're making yourself dinner or lunch, bro. That is not a snack. A snack has got to be something that you just 30 seconds. It's 30 seconds prep, 30 seconds cook. Good to go. All right. Perfect amount of mustard's got to be perfect. I said you shoot it on. (laughs) All right. So tell us your preferred way to have the meal, not a snack. That is a a fucking snack. How is How are you going to sit here and put fucking corn dogs? First a hot dog on a stick wrapped in cornbread. Wrapped in cornbread. One's on a stick. Wrapped in cornbread. Go ahead. One is on a stick. Go ahead, Slush. First of all, um, I'm just stoked because I knew I knew in my heart that when I wrote hot dog that I would be the only one who was ever close to that. And we got corn dog and a secondary hot dog. Yeah. Um, and a microwavable. I mean, yeah. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to the young entrepreneur who was out there chefing it up. Like, you were definitely the kid that kids wanted to go to your house because you were like the young chef versus, you know, you go to Billy's house and he's like, what do you got? And it's like, oh, I got chips. And it's like, no, we're making them, we're making, we're finessing some shit today. Um, But yeah, I mean, to me, I was, I was trying, I was arguing with myself last night to figure out, is this a meal? Is it a snack? And I think it's it's in the way that you go about it is what makes it a meal or a snack. Because I can have corn dogs as a meal if I'm eating like six of them at night and I'm that's it. You know what I mean? But if you have a single corn dog in between swimming, that's a snack. Like it, it's really situational. For me, I would also say like if you do corn dogs and fries. That's a, that's, meal. A meal. that's a meal. That's a meal. That's a meal. Yeah. For me, the barbecued, which is the, I'm going to say proper way to yeah. make a hot dog. A grilled hot dog. I'm yes. sorry. Grilled Steve. barbecue <laughs> hot dog. I prefaced with his is the way to the, do it. The, <laughs> the young glizzy before the glizzy was invented. Um, but you got to preheat the grill. You got to throw it on. It just screams summertime like i think summer barbecues it's the easiest thing to grill too like yeah go till it's burnt (laughs) yeah and it's like it was always the thing where 
if we went to a friend's house who had a pool, cause I didn't have a pool. If we went to a friend's house, it was always like their dad cooking up some hot dogs while we were swimming and playing basketball and dicking around. And then it wasn't necessarily like something that we sat down to eat. It was just like, Oh yeah, grab a hot dog. And then like, I'm getting back into dodgeball as soon as I'm done with this. Interesting. You said something there that I think may now, now Cisco, I'm not going to abandon you on this. Cause I do believe you. There is some truth to what you are saying, Cisco. If you are, if you would say that you are eating this hot dog standing without a plate for sure, a snack. Yes. Like if it's like hot dog in the thing, like I'm talking water dripping off the shorts and you're like, I got no choice. I got to fucking eat this hot dog. I might, I might be willing to hear it. Like Steve, if you just were dripping water all over your house, making that <laughs> microwavable demon that you were just talking about. Hold on a second. Hold on a fucking second. <laughs> it's good. By the time, know, by the fucking, by the fucking time your grill is preheated and you've burnt your fucking dog. I've already woofed mine down and I'm in the back in the pool. <laughs> Yeah, like, you're, you're literally, what are you talking about? <laughs> 30 seconds at the sink, 30 <laughs> seconds in the microwave, 60 seconds, you're out, you've eaten that like soft, soggy hot dog, and you're in the pool. It's just, I don't know what to tell yeah. you, man. My dad ate raw hot dogs. Yeah. I'd come home and my dad would just be sitting at the kitchen table eating cold, uncooked hot dogs. It's his favorite thing still to this day. I think when oh. it comes, I think when it comes down to, that's a whole nother level. The bro. hot dog being a snack. It has to tell be, me. it has to be like, it's the simple dog. Like you said, either standing or like on the go. Like it's just bun, hot dog, mustard, ketchup, whatever you put on it. But it's not like we're not eating Chicago dogs no. in between shooting basketball. <laughs> like we're eating, like this is, <laughs> this is a, a simple version of a hot dog. I get I think it. That qualifies it as not a meal because even to this day, if I'm making like hot dogs and hamburgers at a barbecue, I'm not going to have just a hot dog and that's the meal. Like the hot dog is like the side piece to the cheeseburger. True. Like you're going to have a hot dog and a cheeseburger. So it's, I think it qualifies as a snack. I'm, I'm going to stand my ground. It's a good it's, it, it, Are appetizers well, a snack? It, I, I mean, it's an appetizer. You're not going to answer your own question. <laughs> <laughs> I think, listen, I hear the argument. We'll, we'll let it stand. Personally, I can't eat more than one hot dog. And like, if I eat two hot dogs, I'm like, I'm, it's a wrap. But are you eating like a Dodger dog? Are you eating just like a ballpark? No, it's just, just like, like, like a regular ballpark Frank in a bun. Like, I'm not going back in the pool for like 20 minutes, probably. Really? What are you putting yeah, I on can't, it? Just mustard. I just, I can't eat more than one hot dog really and not be full <laughs> one hot dog. And I'm like close to being like done already. Yeah. I, I think this I is, just call my I don't do, I don't <laughs> do a hot dog and a hamburger. I can't do it. I think this is just, this is I've watched you put down. I've been uh, to Portillo's with you. I've watched you put down Italian beef. I've watched you put down Italian like Italian beef and a hot dog. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I, th- it, that is my meal, bro. Like I am. It's a wrap for the night. I don't need to eat anything else. A Portillo's yeah. beef sandwich and a hot dog. That's what I'm saying. It, no, fine. that's a meal right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, we're not talking about those. All right. Okay. We we're at we are at an hour twenty, and we have yeah, a yeah, whole sec- we have a third segment. I think we're, we're like I think Cisco and I we we extend a a, a a a an an olive branch in the form of 
Ballpark Frank, we agree. We shake over the wiener. Yes. When you eat it like that, it is a snack. All right, Cisco, what is your what is your number one summertime snack? Mine might be a regional thing. I don't know, but it's the Mexican fruit. So Oh uh, yeah, yeah. A Tupperware full of the mixed fruit. Could be covered. a treat too. It actually kind of lives in the center of the Venn diagram, yeah. I would say. That's definitely I, my go-to. I didn't put it in the treat because it's not a frozen thing. It's not like super cold and it lasts all day. Like you can leave it. Actually, it's good even it's even better the next day because it's like had time to marinate. Um I like it spicy as F. Um and with a lot of lime. I'll always be like, yo, put extra, extra lime on that shit. Are you a chamboy um, also? Or no chamboy? Everything. Yeah. I put the, the I put I do tahin plus the spicy powder. That's two separate things. Then the chamoy and the salt too. So I'll yeah, I do the spices and the lime. I skip on the chamoy just because normally when I'm eating that, it's like walking back to the car from the flea market or something. And yeah. I just don't want to get that shit all over myself. For the little one, I wouldn't do it. For the big one, I usually eat it when I'm taking it home. You're talking about the big platter. The big, like, like the, $10, the $10 one. Yeah, like it comes in like the little clear plastic crate. Yeah. And got Not home, the bag. on flowers. If on. you're just getting like the mango where they just like slice up the mango <clears> and put it on a stick in a bag, it's I'll just do the the lemon the lime juice and the tahine or the and the, yeah. the chili powder. No, that's definitely no that's definitely a regional. I feel like the Midwest kids probably don't know what that is. They won't know. Yeah, it, but they should try it. <laughs> Northern California kids don't know what that is either. That's a very no. LA. I, I remember I in San Francisco, you'll get in, you can it, you you see it, but not like down here. Not it depends like on the, where you yeah. live too. Is it, I'm yeah. basically you got to have a big Mexican population, otherwise you're not. You're not that's true. That's yeah, true. and mind you, for those who don't know what this is, this is like you buy this on the sidewalk. Yes, like you're not getting this from a store. No. It's the Unless side you're going to like cart. a Mexican store, like Superior or something. They're like uh, fruit carts. They're like sometimes yeah, they're right. little carts, sometimes they're little tables, little baggies. Some, yes. Yeah, little baggies. Yeah. They also sell, and I don't even know what these are because I'm I've actually never had it. I've never I've never tried it. Um, I've never had the little like I always think they're funyuns. The wheels, oh, like yeah. the, the wheels. Yeah. what are what are those? They're just chips. Yeah. It's like a deep fried wheat. Yeah. 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 They puff up like crazy when you cook them. They look delicious. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> just yeah. with all that shit on it. It's just good. Yeah. It's kind of like a fun. It's like the same, same kind of texture. texture. It's, it, and and it's kind of like the same idea of a like, but it's not made from a pork product of like a pork rind. Yeah. Or a yeah. chicharron, right? Which is like, yeah. What we need to do. All right. Okay. So we've been snacking. We've been treating. Now, when you're a kid, you got to burn this off somehow. So we're going to rapid fire. Steve, you got a, you got a song all tuned up for me, man? You uh, feel ready for this? Do I feel ready for this? You can hit the um, same track again. It doesn't matter, man. Fuck know, it. We're, we're at an hour 30. I mean, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, one second here. He's still feeling put upon on the hot dog. Choices. I do have one honorable mention. Oh, uh, Yeah. I don't know if you guys did this, but I definitely did. And again, these are things that I question as an adult, as we did as a kid. But uh, top ramen, but like raw, oh yeah, up. You just pour the powder in. That's oh a, yeah, that's a summer snack. Honestly, man, like, and I mean this with nothing but love and respect in my heart. 
that was like a real latchkey kid move at my high school. That was like the weird kid was like, <laughs> one want of my some ramen friends. dust? And you're like, fuck no, Alex. Yeah. Pinto, get the Meanwhile, fuck while he's like <laughs> taking sips of like French vanilla half and half little things that, that kid, are on the like fucking table at the Honestly, man, diner. that kid got into hard drugs like by like 19. The ramen kid was doing a hard fucking. Oh my God. Doing hard time by 26. <laughs> I, I feel like that's Roy Choi approved though. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Oh, oh, he's figured out a way to turn around and sell it for 25 bucks and make it gourmet. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. You ready, Alex? Let's do it. energy backup we're heavy steve just got done making a hot dog in the microwave he's feeling like he's got he's just got to get it going so let's rapid fire not like big conversation i'll start my number three activity and if this lines up with any of you guys please chime in when i was a kid man you know i'm on that motherfucking bicycle started as a bmx when i was in like fifth grade all the way up until i got my driver's license since then, it's turned into a love of track bikes, which <clears throat> I have talked about on numerous occasions. And now I'm a fucking grandpa with my squishy butt pants riding a road bike. So, like, cycling is state of my life. My number three summer activity, you know it's cycling. You know it's cycling. Uh, anybody else have cycling? No. Nope. I'm the only nerd? All right, cool. Awesome. <laughs> That's real Steve. exercise. Actually, well, well, let's go to Slush. Slush, what is your number it, three? It could be included in my three. Uh, it is included, actually. Uh, so I just call my number three, what can we launch down this big-ass hill? <laughs> that could be a bicycle. It could be a broken go-kart. It could be a scooter. We used to, like, zip-tie Home Depot buckets and make chairs out of them. Uh, it could be, like... Uh, one of those three wheels like your little brother had. It was basically like anything with wheels that we could get hurt on. We went to the top of the hill and we hurled ourselves down to doom. Amazing. And uh, I, I will say one time, one summer, right when we all got our driver's license, we used to go to play it against sports and we would buy discount used skis and we would water ski on the back of a from the back of the truck on the street and it would shoot sparks <laughs> out of the back <laughs> of the ski. And then one time, like my buddy, Tommy, I think he, he might've broken his ankle doing it. So we thought, well, it'd be a lot safer if we just bought office chairs. So we used to oh buy office God. chairs and swing from side to side in the street. That was like, we, that was the move. We used to do it with uh, stolen trays from like yeah. Burger King. Same. Oh yeah. 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 Go over speed. Bumps. Oh yeah. All right, Steve, number three summertime activity. So a lot of my summers were spent uh, making hot dogs, watch, eating hot dogs, swimming, watching <laughs> Gleaming the Cube, then grabbing our skateboards, going to this like random field um, where there was this half pipe from the 80s. It was all decrepit and whatnot. And eventually that got like bulldozed down one summer. And so a lot of my summers after that were spent sort of going in that like weird field alley in between the houses, anywhere we could find scrap wood. I didn't care what, how big or anything we we'd figure out a way to like jump over it or make a launch ramp out of it. And we were constantly trying to make launch ramps to the point where our oh, dad yeah. finally was like, fine, I'll take you to buy the stuff and took us to buy the stuff. But basically it was like, you got to do it yourself. 
And so we built this like huge ramp that was like, you go off of it, and because the the slope of it is so just like yeah, because you woo, hadn't figured out how to you like hadn't figured out how to curve like it. get it yeah. curved or anything. <laughs> it was like going up six feet. You didn't get get enough speed just to even get up halfway to like launch off of it. And if you did, you just <laughs> dropped. And like if you're on a bike, you go like, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Just like <laughs> you just jump off, like, you know, <laughs> like the yeah. Grand Canyon or something. That's a good. All right, building ramps, building ramps. All right, Cisco. Your number three summer activity. Nobody was getting injured doing this in, uh, uh, in my front yard, but it was wiffle ball. Oh, oh yeah. that's fun. Solid. Now, I feel like I know Slush's <clears throat> list, and he's got something similar. Slush, it's you want to just you want to throw it out now? Yeah, uh, we called it stick ball, mostly because it was a wiffle ball set that started out normal. The wiffle ball would eventually crack and then be fixed by rolling duct tape all over it. And it made it like harder. The wiffle ball bat would always break within like the first week of owning it. And then it would switch to like broom handles or whatever you could find. that was like a (laughs) stick shape. And that kind of eventually turned into like its own sport where like we did this thing with the same kids every summer at the same kids front yard where it was like, the driveway over the broken down like Chevy blazer was the home run. And like it was a, it became its own thing where like we couldn't play baseball because we didn't have enough kids in my neighborhood. And it also was just like, you know, I'm not trying to hit the ball super fucking far where it takes me 30 minutes to come back. Like we're trying to play quick pickup games. Yeah. So we kind of just turned stick ball into like what we would use as our baseball. All right. Okay. I was never a stickball kid. I was a kickball kid. Loved me some kickball. Kickball was like for those of us with not quite as good a hand-eye coordination. Uh, (laughs) My number two is not going to a facility to play, but having the devices at home, which was summertime outdoor laser tag. Like I had the little laser tag set. If a friend came over, you'd wait till like nighttime. It was a sleepover and you're like, we might fucking see the lasers, bro. You're never going to fucking see the lasers, but you're just out there running around in the backyard, playing a little laser tag. Obviously like that breeds into the bigger things like water gun fights and nerf fights. But the laser tag was always my thing. Probably because I was kind of a sci-fi nerd, even as a kid. So home, like, the home laser tag set for a sleepover. That was a summertime activity that I loved. Uh, Steve, what about you? What's your number two? Uh, number two, you know, shout out. I'm going to combine these two together, but shout out to fucking butts up and fucking horse. Oh yeah. Because Ooh. there was so many goddamn summers where you woke up, you came out. If you weren't swimming, you were doing that. And back in the pool, you're going back in to hit up that Super Mario Brothers 3. It just came out, you know, and it was just like a constant revolver of that and snacks. And man, lots of, lots of things are learned about your friends and the other kids in the neighborhood during a game of horse and butts up. All right. All right. Cisco, number two summertime activity. All right. My number two is two things, but it always had to go together. And it was when it got too hot to do anything, but you wanted to get out of the house and you could get a ride to the mall. So it's arcade slash movie theater. <sighs> nothing, like, nothing like the air conditioning in those two places in the middle of summer. Yes. 
We lost Alex. Oh, Alex, your mic. Check one, two. Sorry, got unplugged. Go. I was fucking around. So with go it. ahead and start that over. Uh, Alex. What I was saying, uh, Cisco, was that's so funny because I don't even view that as an activity. <laughs> like it's like a way of life. But now yeah. that I'm thinking about it, like uh, my whole list is fucking null and void. <laughs> like it, <laughs> it was fucking the mall and fucking movie theaters are the ultimate summer activity. But I agree with you, Cisco, wholeheartedly. All right, slush number two summer activity. It was, like I said, I grew up not having a pool, so it was swimming in the neighbor's pool with or without permission. Oh. It depends if they were home. If they're not home, they're not there to say no, so technically Dad's like you're not breaking you a, a rule. He's got to yeah. that fence. I mean, that's kind of, it would be kind of rad if like you were that cool neighbor that was like, hey, if I'm not home, kid, and you want to fucking swim, just... Don't eat, don't eat chips in the pool, man. Fucking respect the pool. Better but, have yeah. one hell of a fucking insurance policy. I mean, oh yeah, we, yeah. We sure. had that neighbor; they just weren't aware of that. Ah, rock and roll. Oh. <laughs> now we've got the ring doorbell. Well, true. My my number one, technically now should be fucking going to the mall and hanging out, but and going to the theater. But it was roller hockey. Was my list was my number one on my list, which is like. That was the move for years of my life was like grab a ball. I was a ball guy, not a street puck guy put on the blades. I used to do this thing when I was a kid, I had jock jams on tape. Yes, you did. I had jock jams (laughs) on tape and I used to put that tape in this yellow Walkman. Yes, you did. And I would put that shit on my belt and put the fucking headphones on <laughs> and I would try to skate around the block as fast as I could to, are you ready for this? As fast yeah. as I could, dude, I probably like, I had such motivation as a child. Getting I would your, never do your that fucking now. Gordon Bombay on. Oh yeah, dude. I'd go in, I'd, I'd practice my triple deeks. That was the move. That was the move. Part of that flying B. Yeah. That's a solid. It's funny that you mentioned that because in Santa Ana right now, that's coming back. Oh, it's oh, back yeah. here in Burbank too. I've been, I've yeah, been playing. There's like, a, there's like a local skate shop that started hosting just like random gorilla pickup games in parking lots. And it's kind of sick to see that come back, especially as an adult. Cause it's like, it's just rad. It was a, it's a, it's like such a time capsule trend. The roller hockey trend was such an interesting, like, California thing that cause like you just couldn't play like ice hockey was so expensive. So you would just slap on the blades and fucking grab a trash can and shoot into a trash can. And I was the only, those, the only sport I could play with my neighbors and just kick their ass at. <laughs> they'd whoop my ass at basketball. They'd whoop my ass at stick ball, whatever fucking game. But they knew when the hockey came out, like fucking Alex is just going to fucking crush us. Like it's not, it's like, it's not even going to be fun. They used to have to cheat. They'd like put their sticks in my blades to try to chip drip me because they couldn't even hang. So roller hockey. All right, Cisco, number one summertime activity. Well, my parents had a pool, so it was swimming. Oh, and it was jumping off at every and inviting all the neighbors that were, you know, around our age to come over and go swimming and uh, jumping off of everything that we could. We have we have a back patio. So we have a back patio that's got a cover wood and uh, we climb up there and jump into the pool. And our pool is only six feet deep. So it wasn't like the smartest thing that we ever did. (laughs) 
but we all did it. And uh, it was years until my parents found out that we did that shit. And uh, they, well, they couldn't get mad, you know, afterwards because nobody, nobody got, got hurt. hurt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, swimming all day, um, breaks for lunch and, you know, when it got too hot. But swimming was number one. All right. Steve-O, number one. Listen, Slush, I would have been the kid on the block who you would have come over. I'd have been like, yo, come over at 10 o'clock. Cisco, swing by. Alex, come on over. Maybe 10 years old, maybe 18 years old. My parents always never said no to me having anybody come over for the pool. So I'd be like, moms, Slush is coming by. Alex, Cisco, cool. Next thing you know, dropping off four large Little Caesars pizzas. Fridge in the garage is stocked up. We throw out the pool noodles and we start getting our American gladiators on. We're pool jousting. We're swimming. I mean, it's all day long in between all of it to the point where at the end of that night, we hop in my brother. He takes us up to the street and we're hitting up the drive-ins. Oh, that was, that that was a constant in my house all summer long. Can we do that this weekend? (laughs) <laughs> do any does any i don't have a pool i know steve doesn't cisco you don't have like a, a pool do you no nah, nah, man we need a pool we need a pool no we need a pool friend Airbnb. we, we talk about we're adults airbnb baby hey. should we just rent a pool okay hold on a second this is a good because i know we we went through slushes which was stickball this is number yeah. one should we airbnb a pool a, a house with a pool and the four of us have like a like a two day just fucking pool party where we like swim. <laughs> no way. Steve can no fucking kid. microwave us hot dogs. You Yo, I'm grill. too old for that shit. I'm I've got super soakers at the store right now that I will Dude. go steal tonight. I honestly would. I would fucking do this if we threw like. Even like honestly, like the wives and the fam can come, but the theme is '90s. Pool party. So it's like the only music that's played is from like the nineties. You're oh, just that's, floating. That's no problem. Yeah. I oh, yeah. mean, this is, this is worth thinking about. This might be our first special back post COVID <laughs> like the time BSR throws an ultimate nineties party. I'll even get a shaved ice guy to come oh. make a shaved ice Ooh. in the backyard. Oh man. So speaking my language, bro. I mean, yeah, there's, there's literally no one that could stop us from doing this. Isn't that the best part yeah, about yeah. being an adult? We could literally like I could get in the car right now and go buy every fucking treat on this list and just <laughs> feel terrible about myself in the morning. <laughs> just end up looking like Chet from Weird Science. Right? <laughs> Slush, if the people want to support your brand, if they want to find you online, where can the people find you? Very simply on every platform and even our website. It's just Slush Cult. <laughs> Cisco, where can the people find you at home? Cisco Kid with two D's, seventy-seven uh, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Yo, Steve, where can the people find you at home? Uh, you can find me at Rex Manning on Twitter and uh, hit me up on Letterboxd. Man, you can find me on all those things, but I'm kind of like fuck social media now. So just like I don't know, just be supportive of all the people I'm attached to, specifically Slush Cult, great brand. It's streetwear with a snack flare. We'll see you guys next time on BSR. Later.
up, guys? I'm here at Pixar. I'm about to go in, uh, start working on a collaboration project with Pixar. Just kidding, man. I don't play that soft little baby shit, man. That's Satan all day, that evil Satan stuff, heavy metal shit, man. I don't fuck around with a little baby shit like that. <laughs>